Welcome to the raw and uncensored Ambitious Podcast. During our time here together, I will be instilling all of the strength, power, and determination you will need to use the very stones thrown at you to build your ultimate empire. We will redefine the word bitch from the derogatory to the acronym being in total control of herself. So let's adjust our crowns and prepare to live life ambitiously. Oh, yeah, here I am, the original HBIC, Katie motherfucking Boyd. And on today's podcast, we got a doozy. It's all about healing after betrayal or healing betrayal trauma. This is going to be a juicy one. I have been every day educating live on the Ambitious app, and I have so many ladies there that talk about how they've been betrayed, how they don't trust people anymore, and I'm like, you know, this is how God talks to you. This is how God sends you messages. God sends you messages through other people. So that is why I am listening to Baby Jesus in a Tuxedo t-shirt, and I am doing this podcast today because... I have dealt with serious betrayal in my life, and it has made me a real (laughs) resentful, mean, untrusting bitch. And I feel like if you're going to live the rest of your life like that, your life is not going to be as ambitious as it could be. So I'm going to talk all about betrayal today the symptoms, and how to start to heal from it. But before I start, we have some really exciting news in Ambitious Land. As you guys know, almost four years ago, I left social media. I'm only on Instagram and I'm barely over there. The real stuff is happening on my Ambitious app. I left Facebook and I decided to start my own app and it's called the Ambitious App on Mighty Networks. And we have done a total up-levelment, and we are offering a seven-day totally free trial to try it before you buy it so that you have a whole week to experience everything that is going on over on the app. And I just want to bring you through a couple of things that are happening over there. One is every day I do online live coaching. Every day, five days a week, I do online pop-up live coaching. So we talk about everything that has to do with the six life makers and breakers. And the ladies can go right there and ask me questions and get live coaching five days a week. On Tuesdays, we do Tarot Tuesdays. Every month we do full and new moon rituals. I update you on everything that is going on in the ethers, with the planets, with the astrology. The only place that you can get the ambitious audiobook is on the ambitious app. I'm not selling my audiobook or making it available anywhere else, only on the ambitious app. A28P, my 28 day transformational protocol, which I am so proud of. This has helped transform the lives of thousands of women all across the globe, is part of the offerings, along with Ambitious Academy, my 12-week business program, hundreds of videos of sound healing and breath work and yoga and workouts and meditations. And we have tons of PDFs of shadow work and daily journal prompts, 
crystal education, meal plans, detoxes, cleanses, hundreds of recipes that are ambitious approved, supplement education. We do project light. So we get really deep down and dirty in minimalism and essentialism and decluttering your environment and decluttering your life to make space for wonderful things, new things, new energy to come in. And What's really cool as well is we have monthly goddess gatherings at my studio in Hudson, New Hampshire at Katie Boyd's Misfit Club. And if you're in the New England area, you have no freaking problem just getting in a car and coming over and spending the day with us. We do yoga and workouts and sound healing and meditations and breath work. And we have a spiritual chat and then we go out to lunch after. So if you're really craving like-minded community of women, this is where it's at. And if you're not local, we have women that come like a couple times a year to these amazing goddess gatherings. We have the most wonderful community there over on the app. It's so supportive. All these women are showing up every day and they're trying their best to be the HBICs of their lives. And then of course, last but not least, you have direct ask, access to me there in the DM. So if you have questions about anything, or you want to set up a one-on-one or you just want to pick my brain a little bit, you can DM me there over on the Ambitious app. But all of this, if I had to charge separately, would probably be about $10,000 a month. But after the pandemic, my goal was to make working with me and being part of the Bitcherhood community accessible to everyone. And that is why I made it so cost effective. You either pay $111 a month or you can pay in full for the year for $1,111. And you also get uh, exclusive swag offerings, discounts on any events like Bitchapalooza, and you're the first to know if anything is coming down the Pretty Pink Pipeline in Ambitious and in Katie Boy's Misfit Club. So all of that for you, $111 a month. There's no catch. All you have to do is go down to the show notes, follow the link to sign up for your seven-day free trial of the Ambitious app so you can actually immerse yourself in it, you can experience it, you can try it before you buy it because I want to make sure that if you're going to be part of our bitchhood, that you are bringing the energy. And if you're not 100% and you are healing and you are trying to get better, you are showing up and you are allowing yourself to receive the coaching and the love and the high vibrations that we have over on the Ambitious app. So go down to the show notes, wherever you're listening to this podcast, follow the link, sign up for the seven-day free trial of the Ambitious app. We will let you in so you can start enjoying it right away. And like I said, if you have any questions, you can also email me at hello at kbmfc.com. And like I said, if you're in the app, you can DM me and ask questions, but this is going to really take you to the next level. The app was created for inspiration and motivation and masterminding. We call it mistress minding in the bitches world, uh, support and creativity and ascension and evolution and just transcending the energies of the three-dimensional universe and thinking outside the box and then really creating deep, loving relationships with women from all across the globe that are trying to be the HBICs of their most ambitious lives. So get on over there, sign it up. 
You don't have to pay anything. You don't have to put a credit card down. This is totally free. There are no catches. And if you don't want to buy it by the end of the seven days, all we do is just remove you from the app and no hard feelings. But the people that do stay for the long haul are going to really go to the next level and make this year of their lives their bitch. And I am so excited to be part of that with you. Okay. I know that that was long-winded, but I'm fucking pumped about this. And I have worked so freaking hard and I've put so much of my life force energy into this app. And I continue to do that every day when I'm coaching live and I'm speaking victory into these ladies and they are absolutely loving it. So I wanted to share that with you all, the listeners from all across the globe in our ambitious community. Okay, I have my notes here because I really had to take notes for this podcast because I have been betrayed in the past and I tend to emotionalize my betrayal and I want to stay on task so that I don't go down a a resentful, bad rabbit hole, okay? So healing from betrayal trauma. Everybody's betrayal trauma is going to look and act different. Okay. Some people were betrayed by their family of origin at a really young age. They maybe were abandoned or they were turned against by one of the parents in a divorce. That can happen a lot. Or sometimes children have these crazy traumas and they tell someone a secret and that person lets that secret out and airs their dirty laundry out at a young age. And that can cause a lot of trauma that obviously plagues children throughout their whole entire lives, but as children, but also it spills over into their young adult and adult lives and then it fucks up all their relationships. So that could be one thing. Um, Betrayal can be from infidelity and it can be from cheating So you may have been with your significant other for 20 years and he could have had a whole other family. He could have had a whole other life. He could have been cheating on you even before you were married to this same person. Um, He could be homosexual. I see this all the time in, um, in my community where I have a lot of women who are, you know, heteronormative, heterosexual women, they're in heterosexual relationships, monogamous relationships, and their husbands are cheating on them with other men. And they never thought in a million years my husband was gay, right? I have girls that are like, I would have never married my husband. I would have just like been her their best friend and gone shopping with him and lived my best gay life with him. I wouldn't have friggin' had the family with him, right? Or, you know, betrayal can happen in friendships. I've had friends that I thought were literally my family who have betrayed me. And betrayal happens on so many different levels. And the betrayal could be public. That's happened to me in the past where I've had relationships where I was with someone for a really long time who actually, you know, cheated on me with someone who was in the public eye and I was in the public eye and everyone found out about it. And it was just fodder for, you know, sometimes days and months That is so deeply hurtful, especially when you're not only betrayed by the person that you love or the person that you're with, but you're also betrayed by maybe a friend or a business colleague or someone that you work with or someone that you know. That can be really detrimental. And, you know, there's a million different ways to be betrayed, but betrayal, okay, so when someone who you love, a significant other, 
a family member, a best friend, a coworker violates your trust and deceives you, nothing cuts down to the white meat, in my opinion, more than betrayal. Like you can pretty much do anything to me and I will take it, but there's just something so insidious about when someone betrays you, it's embarrassing, it can be very gaslighting, it can be very toxic, the fallout and the alibis that have been created it could just blow your mind. Like, and then, you know, you start to beat yourself up. Like, well, what the fuck was wrong with me? Like, how did I not see this coming? Like, am I a stupid bitch? And usually it's not you, right? I mean, yes, of course, after you're betrayed, you do look back at your life and then you're like, oh shit, there was red flags and I just chose to ignore them. Or I just thought I was crazy or I didn't want to be, you know, nuts or I didn't want to be suspicious or I didn't, So you are going to go through that when you're betrayed, but betrayal is so insidious, like I said before, where it can affect your self-esteem, it can affect your self-worth, it can fuck up your next relationships, it can um, affect your emotional health, it can affect your physical health. I remember being betrayed by an ex and I remember just being like, Xanaxed out for like weeks and you know, drunk. And I used to sleep with a like a weapon underneath my bed. I mean, it, I got so almost like schizophrenic, like a paranoid schizophrenic. And I know, and I'm not talking shit about anyone's mental health, but like if you literally look up at the DSM 5 of what paranoid schizophrenia looks like, I was like right there. And I think about that now and I'm like, oh my God, Katie, what the fuck were you doing? But that is why I can speak to you all about this because I've <laughs> I've experienced it firsthand. And I'm sure it's not going to be the only time I've ever betrayed in my life. I mean, I have clients that betray me all the time where I get super close to them and then maybe I let them into my life or I tell them things about something that I've gone through so that I can help them get through that what they're going you know, went through or going through and they use it against me. But it makes me sometimes want to stop even being that way. But then I remember like, I can't let other people's shit define the rest of my life and ruin my experiences going forward. So (sighs) betrayal. Here are the signs. So if you've been betrayed and you need healing from betrayal trauma, here are some of the signs that you may experience or some of the things that are happening that you're experiencing that have happened after the betrayal and you may just be sweeping it under the rug. And I'm telling you right now, you cannot do this. You have to come to terms with this. Okay, so the first sign post-betrayal trauma that you are really going through it is you may have trouble recognizing, expressing, and managing your emotions. I remember in the past when I was betrayed, I would go like zero to 100. I would just fucking fly off the handle out of like nowhere. Like the littlest, smallest, most inconvenient, insignificant things would just send me into a fucking downward spiral. Things that would never even like ruffle my feathers before, like would send me to the fucking moon. So that could be one sign. And by the way, you can have more than one. You can have all of these things, okay? 
But if you are going through healing from betrayal trauma, I want you to really hear these words and I want you to actually sit down and make a list to see like where you're at in your healing, okay? So obviously, like I said, trouble recognizing, expressing, or managing your emotions. Number two is anxiety, like severe anxiety. I'm not just talking about like I'm a little nervous to do a public speaking. I'm talking about to the point where you're like, the world is against me. Um, I'm going to die, like having panic attacks, things like that. Now, obviously, you can have low-grade anxiety as well, but usually when you have betrayal trauma and you know, from sometimes from betrayal trauma, you can have post-traumatic stress disorder or even complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So CPTSD. Okay. I'm not going to get into that today, but if you know, look that up and see what the signs are of complex post-traumatic stress disorder. So you could have those types of anxieties. Okay. You could have depression. And I'm not just talking about like, oh, I'm having a melancholy day. I'm talking about like, you can't get out of bed for days, sometimes weeks. Okay. Um, and you may have other mental health issues. Like I was saying before, like when I have had betrayal trauma in the past, like I was so suspicious to the point where I was like, like I said, I was sleeping with weapons underneath my bed and I was making up all these scenarios of all of these things that could happen. And I was making myself absolutely insane and now 99.9% of all the things that you imagine in your head, especially after betrayal trauma, never happen. Just like most things that we expect to happen out of anything in our lives never fucking happen. Like the things that we worry about really rarely never happen, but you still ruminate and you still go through these things in your minds over and over and over again. The next thing is rumination. So you replay all the scenarios over and over and over and over in your head, what you could have done differently, what he did, what she did, what they did. And it, it starts to fuck up your whole life. Like you're literally paralyzed for most of your day because you just feel like you're in a nightmare that you cannot wake up from. And you cannot believe like, this is my life. Like two days ago, my life was fine. I was walking on sunshine. I was going about my normal everyday life. And now my whole life has just crumbled and it's fucking falling apart. And I'm just like in a funeral pyre burning. Okay. You may have nightmares. I really started to have nightmares and I started to have sleep paralysis during my betrayal trauma. I still have sleep paralysis to this day. I usually have sleep paralysis on the days where I do like really deep spiritual work with my clients. Um, I believe that it's because when I do this work, I deplete my energy stores and I let myself go to very low vibrational frequencies post um, these healing sessions, which is very normal for healers to do. Um, even though you protect yourself and you do all these things. And I feel like that allows cracks in your auric field to let the dark forces in. And that's when I get sleep paralysis. And I've talked about this before on my app where my sleep paralysis is so bad that I wake up and I'm fully awake. I can see everything. I know I'm awake. And then I'll look and there will be like almost like a gargoyle, of this dark thing sitting on my chest and its face morphs. I know this is like TMI, but I'm just going to say it It because we're here on the Bitches podcast. So obviously you guys are all weird as fuck if you're listening to this, but its face morphs into like every evil creature that you could ever imagine in your life. And I'm paralyzed sometimes for minutes on end. And it's so scary. But I noticed that my sleep paralysis really started after like one of my biggest betrayals in my life. 
And that was about 2004, 2005. That's when I really, I mean, I always had like friendship fallouts and things like that. Like what young person doesn't have that? But my real first betrayal trauma was around 2004, 2005. And that's when, um, and I was also in a very abusive physically and mentally, emotionally um, relationship with a man for a while, over four years. And I think that the abuse mixed with the betrayal trauma and the complex post-traumatic stress dis- that I, disorder that I was didn't know that I had at the time, right? Because I was like, I'm resilient. I'm tough. I can get through this. Yeah. Well, that's when my sleep paralysis came. Or you just have nasty, crazy nightmares, right? You could have unexplained physical pain. You're like, what the fuck? What? I've never had back problems in my life. Why is this happening to me? A lot of the times when you're betrayed, it rocks your lower chakra. So it rocks your root chakra. It rocks your sacral chakra, especially if the betrayal had a sexual connotation to it, like someone was cheating on you. Um, and it also really rocks your solar plexus chakra, which is your egoic center. Like, why did this happen to me? Like, I'm a good person, all those types of things, right? And your root chakra really has to do with like your stability and your safety on this earth plane. So you may have lower back pain, you may have like these weird period or um, menstrual or female changes, and you're like, where the fuck is this coming from? Um, headaches, just un- you can have unexplained pain all over your body, but those are the places when I do my healing sessions with my client, those are the places that it comes up the most. You could have, like I was saying before, severe panic attacks from like zero to 100 where you're like need to be hospitalized. Like that is not abnormal for betrayal trauma. Um, Stomach pain is a huge thing, like nauseous all the time, that feeling of like, I want to throw up. I'm so nauseous. My stomach's always upset, which, you know, your gut and your brain are so linked. I actually think that your gut is your first brain and your brain in your head is your second brain. That's my personal opinion. Let's go there for a second. You could have suicidal ideations. You could be like, what is the point of life? Everything I knew is gone. I don't even know who I am anymore. I I don't even know why I'm here. What's the fucking point? And I've seen this a lot in clients. And obviously I tell them, you know, you need to go see a professional, a a real psychiatrist or a a psychologist who deals with this type of stuff. Because obviously I deal with people who have suicidal ideations, but that is not my, um, that's not my specialty. And I don't, you know, I'm not equipped for that, right? I'm a healer. I'm not a, a clinician. So you could have suicidal ideations. Some of the other things, you could never have trust again. You could just become this distrusting person, which in my opinion, it just makes your quality of your life just go down so much exponentially, right? You may have attachment issues. You know, you might be the kind of girl like after you get cheated on by your husband, the next guy that you date or whatever, you're like, where are you? Let me see your phone. I'm gonna go through your phone. Who you with? Blah, 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 blah. Dude, you're literally policing a grown person. I mean, that takes so much life force energy from you. Think of all the energy that you're using to police this person because some fucking other person cut you and now you're bleeding on the new person that you're with who had nothing to do with the betrayal that you faced 10, 20, 30, 40 fucking years ago, right? Um, Some people have addiction that comes out of betrayal trauma or substance abuse, like alcohol and drugs. Addiction could be even like shopping or gambling or numbing yourself out with certain, you know, things. 
it could also be like I just said, numbing yourself. Like I remember my betrayal trauma. I did. I felt nothing for years. Like I couldn't. Nothing was pleasurable. Um, nothing made me joyful. I really felt like for years after my first betrayal trauma that I was like a walking zombie. I was just like alive physically, but there was like no energy. There was no joy. There was no happiness. It took me a really long time to get that back. And that may be where you're at right now. Uh, Another thing that comes with this is zero self-worth. Like you may have had all the self-esteem before, and then all of a sudden you feel like a bag of smashed assholes and you're just like, ugh, who am I? I'm disgusting. I'm this, I'm that. Same thing with your self-esteem. This shit rocks your fucking self-esteem. It rocks your self-confidence. It rocks your worth, your self-worth, all of that, your confidence, everything. You may be an angry bitch. You may, let's take it one step further. You may be rageful. <laughs> you may have guilt. You may have intrusive thoughts. Like, no, you know, you could be focusing on work or something else and all of a sudden these thoughts just keep fucking running through your head and you're just like, damn, fuck, get out of my head, you know? Or you may have total loss of faith in humanity and I, and I get it. Like, I used to hate people. I thought that everyone was bad. Everyone was out to get me. Everyone was gonna hurt me. Even my own family, even the people that I called my friends, even the people that I worked with, like, I didn't trust anyone. I had no faith in humanity. And I used to say, like, if God just blew this fucking earth up, I, would, I wouldn't fault him because everyone sucks and everyone's horrible and I hate everybody. That's how I used to roll. <laughs> no wonder why I was not living a very ambitious life. And this is why I'm doing this podcast today for all of you, because if you're in this spiral of betrayal trauma, you're not going to be living your most ambitious life. You are not going to be the head bitch in charge of your ambitious life. Let's be honest. And then the last two things that I really felt a lot was hypervigilance and also suspiciousness. Just I was suspicious of everything and everyone and and it was just a bad scene. If this is resonating with you and you feel like this podcast could help someone that's going through betrayal trauma, please share this on social media. Text the link wherever you listen to podcasts. Text it to a friend. Email it to a a friend that's going through something like this to help them feel validated, seen, heard. And maybe from listening to this podcast, they'll be able to get out of this betrayal spiral and heal this trauma so that they can be the HBICs of their lives. And I thank you in advance for that. Okay. What are the solutions here? What are the solutions? I mean, there's so many. There's so many different solutions. And I'm just gonna walk you through. And you don't have to do all of them, but just do the ones that you feel at this moment are gonna resonate with you the most, okay? First of all, you need a place to vent about the way you feel, to talk about the way you feel, over and over and over and over again until you take the sting out of the story. And usually, if you're being a healthy bitch, you're going to pay someone, a professional, whether it's a healer, a life coach, a therapist, a psychiatrist, someone that's equipped to hold that space for you and give you honest, healthy feedback Because I feel like, and this is the problem with a lot of women, and I'm just going to fucking say it, your friends are not your therapists. 
They're not. I know that you want to play this fucking toxic game. Like, I don't need a therapist. I have Jill. I don't need a therapist. I have Nancy. No. Because what's going to happen is there's going to be that one day that you just tell the same story again and Nancy or Jill or whoever the fuck is going to be like, if this bitch doesn't shut the fuck up about this motherfucking shit, I'm going to fucking slice her throat. And you know that you have been there before (laughs) because I certainly have. And I'm sure I was also the Jill and the Nancy and the fucking Maria. I remember during my betrayal trauma, I would go and I would talk to my clients about it ad nauseum. And then what happened is Every client that came in, I would just relive the story to them because obviously they at, at, at a certain point, they wanted to hear what was going on. But, you know, after like the third or fourth fucking month of the same rigmarole, they're like, Jesus Christ, shut the fuck up. And that's when you lose clients or that's when your friends like ghost you or they're, they don't text you back or they make themselves very scarce and they all, all of a sudden don't have fucking time for you. It's because... They're not equipped for this. They'll hold space for you for a certain amount of time. But after that, it's like, you need to go fucking hire a professional that is not going to roll her motherfucking eyes every time you bring up Charlie cheating on you with your sister or whatever, okay? So the first thing is get that safe space where you can talk about your injustices. You can repeat that shit until the fucking cows come home because you're paying that person to listen to you. Until you take the power away from the betrayal trauma, because social support guys gets motherfucking burned out. So get a healer or a therapist or a life coach that specializes in betrayal trauma or that you really resonate with and stop trying to use Nancy as your place to vent about your sister fucking your husband or whatever the fuck it is, okay? The next thing, you gotta process your grief, okay? You have to process your grief. I always tell people, some, you know, sometimes when, you're, when you go through this ultimate betrayal and you have this betrayal trauma, it's actually worse than the person dying. Because at least if the person's dead, you're like, okay, this person's dead and I can mourn them in a proper way. It's like when someone dies. But when the person hurts you and cuts you to the white meat and they're still just bebopping around like living their best fucking La Vida Loca, it can be very fucking traumatizing. It's almost like we, like when your house burns down, right? Like the foundation's still there. The ashes are the, still there. There's some, there's some bits and some baubles still left over, but you don't have a house. It's the same exact thing. You know, you're going to have to rebuild that motherfucker where as if you didn't have a house before, there would be nothing to grieve. Okay. So process the grief. You have to get so accustomed to and so comfortable with the grief and the grief of betrayal trauma is very ambiguous. Like I said, it's like the house burning down. It's like, what the fuck? How do I even wrap my fucking head around this? You know? And like I said, if someone dies, you're like, okay, I know how to process death to a point. I mean, no one's a professional death processor, but it's like, it's a different vibe because betrayal trauma is so ambiguous. And you get to this point where you're like, I can't believe that the life I knew is gone. Or I can't believe that I've been living a lie for the last 20 years. Or like that my husband would come home every night and eat dinner with me and bounce my 
child on his knee and he was fucking the next door neighbor or whatever. Or he was stealing from you or they were, you know, telling everybody your business. I mean, there's so many different things that you can have betrayal trauma from, but it's, it's really hard to process like that your life is never going to be the same and that the life that you had was kind of a lie. That's really scary for people. I know it was for me. I used to, after my betrayal traumas, I used to like sit and I would be like, what the fuck, man? I feel like I'm living in an outer body experience. Like I remember after my betrayal trauma, I would literally dissociate myself where my soul would actually leave my body and sit in a corner and like watch me live my life. It was so fucking surreal and it was such a terrible experience. And that's, again, why I'm doing this podcast. I don't want you guys to feel the way I felt. And if you're feeling like that now, I want you to cut the shit and learn so we can like evolve faster so that we can step into our power. The next thing is we got to really come to terms with what happened. We have to address the betrayal or the turmoil will spill over into every other area of our lives. Like, how can you focus on business when your marriage is falling apart? How can you take care of yourself and, you know, feed yourself healthy food and go to the gym and do all these things if you're, if life as you know it was a lie, right? How can you be the best mom, the best friend, the best sister, the best daughter if your whole life is going up like a fucking dumpster fire. It's very difficult. Like, I mean, we have to, I mean, I know from my personal experience, like I had no choice. Like I had to go to work. I had to do all these things or I was going to be living in a motherfucking van down by the river because no one was coming to save me and no one was coming to help me. But I mean, it wasn't easy (laughs) by any means, by any stretch of the imagination. And so when you come to terms with what happened, And you can take a step back and you can actually like look at the betrayal and say, and this doesn't happen right away. This comes a little bit after, but you can actually take a step back and say, okay, where were the underlying issues in my life? Because remember, ambitious take radical responsibility for everything in their life. So like what in my life and what was wrong with me? Was it lack of communication? Was it turning a blind eye? Was it not noticing the red flags? Was it sweeping things under the rug? Was it because I had post-traumatic stress disorder from another thing? Was it because I have um, fucked up attachment issues? Obviously, I'm not going to get into this stuff today, and I'm also not a, a psychiatrist, but I think this is really something that we have to look at because we're being presented a lesson to learn and you can either learn from the adversity or you can just have this thing happen to you and then you can talk about it until the day you die and like woe is me and get stuck in hypnotic rhythm and never like live an ambitious life. So we have to really come to terms with what happened and then we have to take a step back and we have to look at the active ways that we were playing a role in the betrayal trauma in the first place. Okay. And I know a lot of you guys are going to come for me and be like, that's horrible. How can you, I had nothing to do with my husband cheating on me. I had nothing to do. Maybe it did. I mean, maybe you weren't telling your husband what you really truly wanted or needed and you, you know, you were holding back and there's so many different things, right? Or maybe you were just like, he was acting like a fucking motherfucker, cocksucker. And you were just like, yeah, whatever. It's just boys will be boys. It's like, no, (laughs) it's like, you are such an intuitive high priestess, you probably knew from the jump that he was no good piece of shit. And you just kept trying to like 
sweep it under the rug, right? Remember, ambitious take radical responsibility for themselves. The next way, and this is like a something that's like a little bit more three-dimensional in a way, but I think it's important. The next way to really start healing from the betrayal trauma is to focus on yourself and yourself only, right? So instead of ruminating and cycling through all the distressing thoughts and having all these intrusive thoughts in your mind, right? Go for a walk, right? Take a bath, meditate, put on some good music, fucking clean your house. There's nothing better. And I know this is like, again, it's three-dimensional, but it helps. It's all these things help. When I'm feeling not so fresh, when I do a good douche to my house, oh, I don't know what it is. It just shifts the energy. You can have lunch with a friend, right? You can do breath work. You can hire a coach or go get a healing session from a healer. Work out, do yoga, right? Ride your Peloton. Go to a you know fun workout class at the gym because emotion motion, so motion, physical motion creates new emotion. So every time I'm feeling bad, I make myself move because it shakes me out of that energy. Okay. Do some sound healing. All this stuff is on my ambitious app, guys. If you're like, well, where do I find all this shit? Go to the ambitious app. Follow the link in the show notes, right? Um, Go bring yourself out on a date. You know, go to like a cute little bakery and go buy yourself some like little nibbles and have a cup of coffee and put on a podcast and just like, you know, watch the world go by or go watch the sunset or get up early and, you know, watch the sunrise or, you know, anything to reframe the energy and shift the energy. Okay. It's going to help you immensely. Sometimes, you know, get a, get a new plant, get a fucking puppy, get a kitty cat. Just something that you can focus on for yourself. You know, maybe do some shop therapy. Maybe have a fucking glass of wine. I don't know. But anything to stop you from thinking and thinking and thinking, which just drains your life force energy. And I really want you to think about forgiving yourself. Okay. Even if you did think about all the ways that you played in a part in your betrayal trauma. I want you to take a step back and I want you to really just give yourself grace and I want you to really forgive yourself. Stop saying, oh, I knew better or I was warned. You know, I have so many clients that are like, oh, they told me not to marry him. They told me not to do this. They told me not to do that. They told me not to talk to this person and I didn't listen and I should have known better. No, because everyone, even the betrayers, even the naysayers, even the trash, even the fuck faces, they're all here to teach us a lesson. And it's up to us as ambitious women to stand in our power and say, okay, I'm going to learn from this adversity. I'm going to know going forward in my next friendship, in my next romantic relationship, in my next, you know, working relationship. I will never allow someone to treat me like this. I will see the red flags. I will notice the signs and I will nip that fucking shit in the bud before it just takes over and grows into a jungle, right? So really start forgiving yourself. Just release Go onto the app and do a forgiveness meditation or a guided forgiveness meditation. Release that. Do a cord cutting meditation. All this stuff is on my app. Cord cut 
the person that hurt you, cord cut the feelings that are attached to that person and all the experiences and all the stories. It's stuff is, that shit is so powerful to do cord cuttings. I can't tell you how many people that I've done cord cuttings with that it literally changed the trajectory of the rest of their lives for something so simple, so, so, so simple. You know, when someone you love and trusts shatters the foundations of your relationships, the trauma that results can be so severe. But if you have the power to heal and you have the tools, I'm telling you right now that you can come out of this betrayal even stronger than you were before. And then you in turn can go to the next level in every way, shape, and form. Seriously, guys, I know that it's like easy for me to say because it's like, well, you're not being betrayed right now. Well, I don't know that. (laughs) I could be, it could be right under my nose. I have no clue, right? But I've been through a lot of shit in my day so I can see the red flags and I can smell that fart coming a fucking mile away. And last but not least, no matter what someone does to you, and listen, no one is a saltier motherfucking bitch than me. And no one wants to see people that hurt me have more pain than me. Okay. I'm going to be real honest right now, but I want you to really try your best to avoid retaliation because after the betrayal, it sucks so much of your precious life force energy from you in the first place. And then you're going to put more fucking effort and more precious life force energy into retaliation. What is the fucking point? The person who betrayed you is more fucked up than a soup sandwich. Don't worry, honey. They're going to fuck their own life up sooner or later. I promise you, pinky swear, cross my heart, hope to die, stick a dildo in my eye. Okay? Please don't. It's not my jam. But avoid retaliation. It's not fucking worth it. It is not worth it. I hope that this helps you guys. If you are dealing with betrayal trauma take into consideration what I said. If you want to talk to me about how this podcast helped you, you can email me at hello at kbmsc.com and we can have a conversation. You can DM me over on my ambitious app. Please, please, please share this with as many people as you can because there's so many people out there right now that are going through hell in a handbasket. And part about being an ambitious woman is helping your sisters rise, okay? I love you guys. In the meantime, don't forget to stay ambitious and I will see you next Tuesday.